millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Tuesday evening, and it's Christmas, and welcome to the Tilton Talk Show Christmas Special. I'm Paul Hipkiss. And I'm Claire Giblin. I can't even talk with that on. Um, <laughs> tonight we're joined by Mr. Blue Nose himself, Craig Courtney. Good evening, everyone. I couldn't speak, so I don't know what your excuse is, Claire. It's making me so can't breathe, Craig. Uh, the number one producer of the year, Chris Brown. Thank you very much. Totally um, out of his robe for the first time ever, Mark Adams. Good evening, everybody. That's a horrible thought. Jeez. <laughs> a lovely thought. <laughs> Looking like David Sullivan, Alan Watton. Good evening, <laughs> everybody. And wearing a jumper in the baking hot heat of America, Mark Meredith. Evening all. So Blues played very well last night and didn't quite do enough to get a result or any points, but um, I can see progress personally myself. I think... Um, you know, we uh, we certainly give them a hell of a good game, and they're by far, they're not just the best team in the league, they're by far the best team in the league. So, yeah. in my opinion, what we need to do is bring that when we play the likes of Rotherham and Plymouth, hopefully on Saturday, and in the other games against the teams lower down. Um, Craig, what do you reckon, mate? What were your thoughts? Um, yeah, I, did, I didn't expect that last night. i got to be honest, when I got in the grounds, and before I even got in there, I was fearing the worst. You know, it's like, how, how many were going to concede? That was what was that was what was coming to mind. Mm. Um, but it was wicked. I mean, they just, they turned up. They did everything we wanted them to. They, they fought, battled, showed the passion that we asked for last week. And, and, and not just that, they never gave up. And... Uh. When we went one nil down, you thought to yourself, "Do you know what? This 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 can still be turned around." Um, and and yeah, disappointing. We got caught with two, well, three arguably counter attacks that were just phenomenal pace. And that team, first of all, I should say, they should walk this league. There's yeah, absolutely yeah. no doubt in it. Um, but I liked what I saw, and and then there's progression. Now that's like you say, it's got to turn up to every single game, and mm. if if we do. We'll be all right. It did show signs of weakness, though. The substitutions, uh, to me, severely weakened the side. Um, but, we're, you know, window coming up. We can only do loans. I don't think we'll bring anybody in permanent. Maybe we'll take one of our loans permanently just to free it up. But strengthen the defence. Definitely need a striker. And, and you know, it will, we'll, we'll be all right. We'll be all right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And let's obviously revert back to last Wednesday as well, our win at Cardiff City as well. Obviously, I forgot about that as well in between the last show. So, again, for me, that was a great four-take, three points there, wasn't it? Good performance. And, and Sonich coming back into the team we beat, it was what made a big difference for me, I thought. You know, that just gave us that extra sort of uh, solidness in the team, didn't it? And made us, there was, they obviously didn't break us down in the end, Cardiff, which was great. You know, we really made it difficult for them, didn't we? Uh, Alan, what do you reckon, mate? Um... Yeah, I mean, uh, 
there was there was shades of it even in commentary where you started to think, well, there's there's progress being made here. And I think the key the key remark from the manager was when we went to Cardiff was uh, basically uh, sudden performance. We got to get three points now. Yeah. It took him. To, it took him eleven games to wake up to that. He, he should, that should have been his attitude from day one. And yeah. then, then once he got the thing moving again, then to start to introduce different tactics and and whatever. But I'd, I'd like to put this to Mark about, about the three breakaway goals. When I was coaching, I used to talk about defending when your team had got the ball because if you lost it. And you were in the, you know, you're in the wrong position. You're in trouble, and nobody ever seems to. Everybody talks about, oh, we were good with the ball, we were good without the ball, but you've got to be sometimes be defending when you've got the ball, because if it breaks down, you're knackered. And and and, and I think back to the Arsenal days of uh, Tony Adams and 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 those and Keown. Uh, Arsenal are some of the best attacking players in the world, but they weren't perfect. And you never, you never, you, the, the Arsenal team, they all moved around. You know, we're attacking over there, so the defenders moved over there, and we're attacking, and it, it never got broken. Whereas we got, we, I mean, uh, we all know that uh, Roberts is a bit weak in that. That's just one weakness. He's got no pace, uh, and we got left for dead. But the poor bloke shouldn't have been caught out that far. You know, he knows, he knows. He he should have known or that he's got a quick players and give himself a bit of room, give him chance to make up that distance. Well, he he, he couldn't, and 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 neither could neither could Sanderson. To be fair, um, but yeah, I, I I wasn't disappointed by last night. I I I even managed to accept the fact that he used the phrase "there were plenty of positives" because there was plenty of positives, but. I go back. You don't get any points for positives. Right. But Mark, what thoughts moving on that? in the right direction. Yeah, Mark. Yeah, what well, you... I, I think you know it, it was clear to see that he'd set up a four-three-three, and I, and to be fair, um, going forward they looked positive, as we said. Um, I think what he did was he, you know, he told the three midfielders to play pretty high. For me, I'd like to have seen a more of a four-one-two-three. Um, in attack, because I think if Sonic or Bellic would have been a, a traditional six just in front of Roberts and, and Sanderson, then I think we would have had a little bit more cover because what it seemed, look, listen, Leicester were very fast on the break and even with the first goal, it's gone from, you know, us in the inside of the post to make it 1-0 to 10 seconds later being, you know, 1-0 down from that quick, quick counter attack. But I think that, you know... Having that, I think maybe Sonic's more than Belly right now. I think Belly's struggling a little bit, but I think just having that six playing in front of the two back, about the back two, would would certainly just um, strengthen it up a little bit. It was there was a number of times in the game, not only with the three goals, but there was a number of times where they just exploited that space between our centre midfielders and our defenders. There was a lot of a space in there, and you're, you're talking about like Harry Winks and 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 people like that who are Premiership quality players, and they were they were trying to seem to exploit and and, and it's for, for an attacker, that's the best position to be in if you've got all that space in front of you and you're running against the back two, um, you know it's a really good position to be in. That's what you want your forwards to be in or your mid your attacking midfielders because all you're doing is getting Robertson and Sanderson to back off or even play 
chase with you and and, and obviously with their quick centre forwards we just we wasn't quick enough um, to match them and I think that Robertson Sanderson for the for goal number one was probably a bit unsure that if they brought him down obviously it may have been a red card as well which was going to change the game massively within uh, within nine minutes of the game so I think that was probably in their mind as well going into that um, you know go back into the Cardiff game I thought it was for us we cried out for it last week we wanted simple we wanted to play to our strengths we wanted to defend first and I thought he did he played four defensive defenders with Ayu at right back you know, he brought Sonic back into the team and I think it was a perfect away day. We we soaked up a little bit of pressure from Cardiff. We got a really good goal ourselves. You know, a little bit of a cheeky finish by Bakuna, but the build-up from one side to the other was was fantastic for us. Um, and I think we took those positives into uh, yesterday's game and I think we've been saying all every week that attacking-wise, we I don't think we have issues with the Dembele's, the Stansfields, the Maloshes, people like that. I think we can attack all day long. Our biggest, our biggest problem right now is how do we defend when we lose the ball? Um, mm. And I, I just think that a 4-1-2-3 formation would probably suit us and allow Sonic just to do that real horrible, dirty work in between Sanderson and Roberts or Sanderson or whoever else it's going to be. Um, but no, I was, I was pleased with last night. And listen, I, I sat here last week and said we'd get two losses. Um, I prayed for two draws, so two points. So to get three points out of those two games is a, a big plus. Um, you know, Leicester, like I agree with you, Paul, Leicester are outstanding. They know they should walk this league with their eyes closed. You know, they've got the parachute payment from last year. They've held on to quite a few of their premier quality players as well. So I don't think they've got a real um, thing. And what I'd like to say, like, I know we'll probably go on to this later on in the show, but I think the referee again yesterday was a big a big problem you know you get you get the yellow card for the celebration which I thought the celebration was horrible anyway yeah. I think that could have caused a lot more problems with the tilting and the family behind it and then secondly 10 minutes after or probably not even that 8 minutes after the guy blatantly dives in the box to try and get a penalty and the referee doesn't give anything and, and doesn't even give a yellow card normally you'll see them run up book the player for diving and, and move on but I think you know so that could have been him off and he's the guy that scored the first and the third goal and then the tackle on Buchanan at the end, man, that's a career-ending tackle for me. That's high, he's right in the side of the knee. So I think, you know, we talk about rest all the time, and it doesn't change games. We were beaten by a better team, and I was proud of the way we played last night, but I think the referee decisions within those key parts of the game could have changed a lot of things. Mm. I just want to comment a bit. When they broke for the second goal, there was an opportunity to stop the play on the edge of their box, but we didn't take it. And by that time they'd gone another five strides, they would, you know, that, that it was a goal, it had become a goal scoring opportunity. So taking somebody down would have been fatal. It, it, if it was going to be done, it had to be done immediately. But mm, uh, it wasn't. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Mark Adams, coming on to you, mate. Um, give us your thoughts, mate. And give us your thoughts on what I like is every time we're going to St Andrews now, we're seeing something different. And the seats are nearly done now in the lower cup, yeah. almost. Yeah. And, um, it's tell me, what do you think about the disco lights before the game? <laughs> I, I'm really liking every game. It's a, a bit of thought put into it, not just on the, obviously on the pitch, but off the pitch as well. There's always some, some little quirky sort of something we haven't seen before. Um, yeah. I mean, game-wise, going back to the Cardiff game, it's nice. To, after the Coventry game, I was, I was really surprised we could keep a clean sheet in Wales, to be honest. So that was a big plus. And, and Bakuna took his goal well. Um, last night, like everybody said, Leicester of Premier League 
in weight. They may as well prepare for the Premier League now because they're going back up there. Um, yeah. To me, to, to me, to be honest, Paul, it felt like a, a bit of a cup game. It felt I had a feel like we were playing a, a lower league, pre- yeah. a lower Premier League team last night. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they were no. so rap- they were so rapid. It was it was untrue. Mm. So yeah, yeah. you know, it was it was you know like everybody said, it was a fantastic effort. We were just a little bit unlucky. Should have had a penalty. Um, and there's loads of positive. I mean, Jordan James, he's starting to mature into a really good player. I mean, at yeah. times last at times last season, we we all thought, oh, he's bang average. He's another, you know, dare I say, like another Callum Riley. But he's really coming on strong now, and he's he's one of the first names on the team sheet. Um, yeah. Sunich, we miss Sunich's energy. I'm glad he's back. He's like a little like a little rat in midfield. He just chases down everything, um, and he's probably playing for his future. To be fair, whether that's with us or anywhere else you know who knows but there's mm-hmm. loads of good positives I'm not going to scream from the rooftops that I think Rooney's the man and because a week ago we were all as flat as anything but I think there was little green shoots of recovery there um, yeah. so yeah. I'm okay. going to res- reserve judgement I think Coming on to Jordan and James I think since Sonic has come in the team again and having him and Beale behind him just gives him that freedom yeah. to yeah. get forward and, Absolutely you know, and to, to, be, to yeah. be fair Paul I mean he was scoring goals in pre-season alright they're only friendly but he was he was showing some good finishing in pre-season, which we'd never seen before, um, right. and now he's starting to sort of uh, bear into fruition a little bit. So I'm yeah. really really pleased for him. We've so. been very unlucky. <laughs> very, very unlucky at home against Ipswich, and you know um, not to beat Ipswich on on that day. And then these are the top two teams in the league. Let's not forget, you know, you got, got Ipswich at home, and we've only picked up one point out of six. But I felt I felt like we deserved more than that. And those two teams, Paul, as well. We've put four, people forget we've put four goals past them. Yeah, you know, and, that, and uh, that's 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 a good tally. So for last night, we are one of only two teams who have put two goals past Leicester. Really? That's right. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so many. there's a challenge. Who's the other team? Who's the other team to have put two goals past Leicester? Is it Sheffield Wednesday? Nope. Paul. Nope. Ipswich is one, isn't it? Nope. No. Rotherham. Rotherham. Nope. West Brom. Nope. Um, is it is it a cup game? Norwich. 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 Nope. No. It's a league. It's a league game. Millwall. Plymouth. Blackburn. Millwall. Millwall. Yeah. It is indeed. So Matt Matt Chance, Michael Kelly, and Ray Albro. Very very true. And uh, yeah, it could be through now more and more. But yeah, mm. they uh, they're the only other team to have put two goals passing in the league. I think another thing that's improved. Uh, James is his introduction to international football hasn't yeah. done him any harm at all yeah. you know he's playing I wouldn't say with better players but he's he's playing a high sta- higher standard where more is more is required uh, yeah. and that's that's you know you, you, when he comes back and he's not in the side you're a bit surprised you think you hang on a minute you know this bloke's been playing against I don't know whoever Wales have been playing lately um and he should be in our side. And, and I think, again, the pennies dropped with the manager. You know, this kid is uh, is improved. I mean, he, he's, it's not just a, a gradual improvement. It's, it's a rocket. I mean, he's, he's, he's gone from, as we said, an ordinary prospect, shall we put it that way, to, mm-hmm. you know, first on, first on the sheet. He's, well, he's raised his game, hasn't he, yeah. Pete Taylor Pete Taylor's just hit that right on the head there he's just said against better players rather than with better players for Wales that's mm. Jordan Jack yeah absolutely yeah 100% on that one yeah the other thing I think that's happening and, and Claire I know 
you can, you can probably talk a little bit about Saturday evening um, and the the conversations that that were had uh, at the ground with Mr. Shortworth uh, in a wee while. But we have, or do seem, should I say, to be seeing a little bit of metres in the middle because we're not seeing as much of this playing out from the back as what we did before. But what we are seeing is instead, I'm not saying hoofball because it's far from it, but we are clearing our lines a lot quicker. We are making sure that that ball is going going up front. So, you know, can I, can I tell us about Saturday evening? Um, actually, just before you do, huge congratulations to, to the Punjabi team uh, at Blues and all of those people that were involved on Saturday evening because what, mm. what a... a Incredible. challenge to do uh, this time of year but also what an effort to raise the amount of money they have you know smashing over £10,000 between everybody Incredible. for that stop out and helping towards the uh, the overall totals at the club so well done uh, and Claire what, what, what was what was said um, well to be honest I can't talk with that um, <laughs> it was it was really good so I mean um, just going on to the quickly before the Cardiff game and the game at the weekend um what I loved about the Cardiff game is within the first minute, I think it was Sunjik or Roberts made a crunching tackle. And I think that literally set the tone. We've been missing that for a while. Um, we looked committed. We looked like we kind of knew a little bit what we were doing. And I think that momentum, it was nice to see the momentum carry on into the Leicester game instead of being like Ipswich where it stopped. Um but I'm and I'm really pleased about Jordan James as well. I think I agree playing him further forward and actually playing him in his position because when he was with Eustace, he was playing all over the place. So actually, he's a box-to-box midfielder now and hopefully we can get someone else in because I don't think Billick's doing great at the moment. But hopefully, you know, we can build on that. Um, but I'm talking about Saturday, I mean absolutely amazing from the people who did it I mean I knew a few people who were taking part and to raise £10,000 I mean is a credit to them so well done to them um, I, I couldn't do it but I went down to support and they let us kind of walk onto the pitch and have some photos they let us sit in the new part of the stand in the cop um, we watched a clip of the I think the Bolton game was on the highlights and they put on the Carling Cup final as well uh, so we watched that um, Blues for All brilliant I mean they came with the food and everything and then Pete Shuttleworth came and then we, we all met in the mascot um, area and there was about 20-25 of us and he went you can ask me any question obviously there'll be some questions that I can't answer but a lot of them I will and I've got to admit, it was probably the most honest um, feedback we've had. So um, I know on the show we've asked about injuries. So obviously with the different style of play, he said that there'll be more injuries to come with that. Um, and obviously with the Tom Brady thing, we will move on with that as well. Um, they've also said that they're compromising. So they know that we're not the finished article to play the tippy-tappy football from the back. So sometimes they will go longer. They're obviously developing that, so they understand that they're not going to run before they can walk. Um, we also asked... I asked the question about being animated on the touchline, 
And he said Rooney has decided that he doesn't want to be over-animated because he doesn't want to put fear into players. Um, all of the people above him, like Alex Ferguson, Mourinho, Van Hal, were quite measured people. They they weren't like screaming and shouting on the touchline only when they needed to. And I think that um, he has shown a little bit more as well. I found that the last two games, he's actually come out and been a bit more animated, which has been really, really good. Um, even seeing Ashley Cole and John O'Shea, because I said to him, I said, why are they just sat there on the sideline? Like they need to get out. And then also they've managed to do that as well. So that was good. Um, he was just really honest. He was, you know, there are, there are going to be some people leaving in January. Uh, they won't say who but they know who they are um, and there hopefully will be a few coming in not like loads but hopefully they'll steady the ship um, but he was absolutely brilliant I mean fair play he could have said no I'm not going to talk about it and things like that but actually he was really really honest um, which was really nice to see but it was really nice to you know witness what and kind of hear from a coach's point of view as well Mm. Yeah, I think I've got my head around the fact now that, you know, let's give him the January window and let's see where we are, say, mid to end of Feb. You know, one window isn't going to make it all okay, don't get me wrong, but no. you want to see at least, hopefully, at least two or three new players coming in at least um, yeah. in January and then maybe two or three going out as well and we can, hopefully, those players that come in will be better than the ones that go out and we can improve mm. then and have a good end to the season. Um you know, and when, what what's the expectation this season? I would say anything above seventeenth is progress, obviously, because that's where we were last season. But you know, from being sixth in the league when he took over, I'd like to think that if we could get maybe fourteenth, thirteenth, fourteenth, realistically talking, then um, I know the owners wouldn't accept that like as a as, as a good achievement. But I'm just saying that that's progress, isn't it, from where we've been? I think. To be honest, where... Paul, go on. Sorry, Claire. I was just going to say, to be 13th or 14th under Eustace, would have took that, wouldn't we? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Because realistically, I don't know if we've been much many points better off now than what we are if Eustace had stayed, you know, with the fixtures that we've had as well. Mm. Um, who knows? It's hindsight. Who knows? We don't know. But, um, mm. you know... I think, yeah, watching la I think watching last night as well, I think that's what we've got to strive to kind of be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that, you know, the pace that they pass the ball, they pass the ball in front of players, not to them or behind them, which is yeah. what we can do. So when we actually did, I mean, Mark Roberts played this one ball to Dembele, it was in front of him, and then we then started an attack. Mm. We do need to work on the defensive side. I think the midfield was a little bit off. There's massive gaps. At one point, there was nine players in their half for the first goal, and I think 10 players for their second goal. So I think... It's improvement. We're not going to run before we can walk. Has has my opinion changed? It's got to take. It's going to take longer. I think he's got a lot to prove. He's got a lot of pressure on him. Are we as down as we were last week? No. no. Have they shown more commitment and passion and desire? Yes. So if we can get the football right now, who knows? But I think watching Leicester, you kind of go, that's what he wants to do. And mm. we kind of get that. That's where we want to be. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, Winks is worth more than all of our team put together. 
um, DACA is worth more. You know, they, they can go out and spend millions. They've got 70 million in parachute payments. They mm. haven't really let lots and lots of their players go. Tillemans and Madison were the main two, weren't they? You know, yeah. you've still got Jamie Vardy to come back in that side. You've still got some others that are out injured. That's where we want to be. And if anything, are we far off it? I think we are. Yeah. Do we need another season, season and a half? Probably yes. But I think with Wagner there last night, he's probably gone, that's what I want to be like. And then mm-hmm. that it showed they were wide. They passed it through. It was one touch. It was quick. You know, as soon as it came anywhere near their centre-backs, they stood out and pressed. Winks just sits in front and just delivers the ball. He just, like Mark Meredith said, number six just gets the ball and just gets it and gives, gets it and gives, gets it and gives. And it was just, they were just better than us on the day. But at least we gave them a game and that's all that we've ever wanted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, beyond me, when, when George... Go on, sorry, Mark. I was just going to say, I think we're sitting, you know, I'm listening to you guys. And again, I, I, everybody's still up in the air about Rooney and whatever else. Like a week ago, we were very depressed. This week, we we're a little bit more positive. And I agree with something that you said at the start of the show, Paul. It's the it's the teams around us. So the Saturday now is the test for us. Yeah. Because, you know, we lost to Leicester. The fact is, you know, we played a really good game. I'm proud of them and everything else. But we didn't get any points. And we're still only six points off the bottom. And, you know, the, the bottom teams are still around us and still playing. They're the teams now. The, the game's coming up. The Stoke at home, the Bristol City's at home, the Plymouth's away. They're the big games for us. If we can grab some points, then I think that changes a lot of the mood going into the new year. If we struggle to grab points against those teams in the next seven to ten days, then, again, the jury's way, way out again on what, you know, what we need and, and who we need to be in charge, I think. Yeah, it's the fine margin. Now. You 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 can you know we <clears throat> I think I think we we talk from the heart don't we uh, I mean people throw statistics at us he's been in he's thirty three points available since he's he's joined and we've got eight now you can you can say well, well that's dreadful but you can also if you want to you can say well in in the last five six games he's got those eight points you know so if you if you if we have another five games like the last five games, we, you know, we'll be eight points better off. Uh, and we take that now, wouldn't we? Okay. Uh, from five mm. games, eight points. Um, so it, it's what we see with our own eyes and what more, more important, what we feel with our brain and our heart is what we, is what we formulate our opinion on. Is it, is it not? You know, we were, we've all sort of said that, Last night was okay, you know. Uh, we we thought that Cardiff was brilliant. We thought at our, our Coventry we were awful. Well, I think I think that the in actuality the the lines between Coventry and Cardiff and Leicester are not there there and there. It's 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 quite it's 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 a gradual it's a very gradual incline, um, and it's. You know, I, I don't want to say it like Rooney. It's going to take time, but we, we are definitely, we're definitely on on that incline. Uh, and it doesn't, it doesn't look like it's going to crash any minute. You know, suddenly go somewhere and get mm. beat by somebody like Plymouth, and you go, oh, we're we're back to square one again. Uh, 
I don't see I don't see that happening. I I, I can see us not winning games, um, because that's that's a possibility all the time. But we we would be surprised if we didn't get something at Plymouth. Whereas a fortnight ago, you think, well, Plymouth haven't lost an home all season, uh, you know, uh, and we'd be shaking in our boots. But we, we're not now. No. Uh, we're looking forward to Stoke and and uh, home on Bucks, and then we got Bristol two home games in the week. You know, uh, it's we don't expect to lose those. Now we could be, you know, we do a Rotherham and, and get two home draws, and we'd be disappointed with that. But two home draws is not two defeats, and you you know your points are accumulating, and you, and you, and your style is evolving, and your and your plans are evolving. Where, uh, to be honest, the first five games I can say we're going backwards here. Uh, now that's that's definitely switched. We we are we are progressing, not not fast enough for me, but you know we are pro- progressing. Yeah, no, what definitely. I will, what I will say, Alan, on from that, I think the toxic sort of edge of, towards Rooney, I think that's gone a little bit. I think people have like, like we said earlier, they've got their head around the fact Rooney's not going anywhere, and that sort of nasty sort of edge to it has sort of died off a little bit. That's the feeling yeah. I got last night, anyway. There's um, still, I think. Uh... There's still a diversity of nature with the fans. Yeah, there, 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 there is. Yeah, I've still there's heard a still few. that we we don't know which way to go, and and there's still the there's still the haters. But you know, Claire said it earlier. It's going to take a long time to turn some of these people mm. around, and the only way that that can be done is by continuing with types of performances we've seen in the past two games, and then then perhaps people might believe a little bit more. But to be honest, so, sorry, Craig. I was going. I was going to say. To be honest, a lot of people have made their minds up about Rooney, and it's set in stone now. You, they will. Yeah. You know, they won't change their mind at all. But look and at the difference there. in atmosphere oh, from the last two games. Mm. The Cardiff away, you could hear them mm. on the TV. Yeah. Got it. Another one. Um, and then last night, the atmosphere was brilliant. Was I haven't. Though, I it? haven't heard it like yeah. that for ages. No. Probably the Albion game It was a Monday night. We've got all the light shows. You know, it wasn't Wagon for Christie like we wanted it to Mm. be, but they were still there. And I just think that it just. There was a buzz around, like everyone was Mm. talking about it, like, oh, look at the result. And even though we lost, even on the way out, it was, we played okay. We played quite well, actually. Oh, it was Leicester. Actually, they're really good. And we, we, you know, we played as well as we could. Mm. And it was a bit more positive. I mean, you know, like you said, Mark, a lot of people will never like Rooney. Um, It's just one of those things. And I just think, as I said before in this show, actions speak louder than words. If you get the results and everything else, people will more likely turn. If you don't get the results, then... Mark Meredith, you can probably vouch for this more than me, but with all these um, Americanising everything, I'll call it, um, are we ever likely to get Kiss Cam in the stadium, do you think? <laughs> Kiss Cam. People kissing on the big Yeah, well, maybe, yeah. yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Well, crazy is that we'll see what happens. I'm, off, I'm, I'm not sitting next to Mark. <laughs> 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 Is it the baseball where they do that in America or is it baseball and American football? Both, yeah. Basketball, basketball mainly. Basketball as well, <laughs> isn't it? Think, 
Yeah. You don't have to. You don't have to leave your seat anymore. You can order everything on your phone, and they bring it to yeah. your seat for you. So, wow. Oh, wow. Can, can, the only good thing they want. The one good thing about the sports here in the states is that you can drink at your seat, so you don't have to leave your seat. But they'll bring your beers to you as well. Which, again, I don't know if that'll ever go to English football. Mm. Um, but the fact that you don't have to get out of your seat and miss anything and I'll bring your beers to you and everything else, it's, uh, it's, brilliant. it's a dream. Well, I mean, we'll be waiting until 90 minutes till everyone's got uh, their drink of the blues. <laughs> and to be fair, I mean, after that celebration last night, I've got to admit, whoever was in front of him, that could have caused an absolute riot. Oh, yes. oh that was Literally, when he was doing it, I was like, you're doing this to the wrong fans. Because if they did have a drink down there, it would have been all over him. I don't know what it is. It's this new celebration that they're doing. But that, that to me, is inciting, like, trouble. That, to me, should be a red. Because what you're doing is, is you're inciting trouble. Because if somebody came on and did what they did to Grealish, would you be surprised? No. No. Is it right? Of course it's not. But, you know... It's just ridiculous. I couldn't believe it. I was like, you're doing this to the Tilton. Like, you are sat there doing this to the Tilton. You've just scored. I don't even know who he is, so... You know, one thing I'd say, though, credit to the fans. Yeah. Not not retaliating in the way that they could have done. Uh, and he, he, he took a fair amount of abuse. I think they were too uh, far away, know. though, Craig, I think. By the time they got uh, down there, they the gone. To be fair, if he had been had a more fancy bottom Tilton, it could have been an issue. That could have been, you know, could have been, been bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, think the, uh, I think the safe standing uh, barriers got in the way as well. Yeah, barriers got in the way. Can I just... Um, uh, talk, just edging back a bit to, you know, changing managers and, and not changing managers... There has been at least eight or nine managers sacked in the top two divisions in the last couple of months. Yeah. Not one yeah. of the ones that are sacked, I've thought to myself, we could do with him because they're no better than Rooney. Mm. And none of the ones that replace them, I've also looked at them and said, I wouldn't want any of them either. Mm. So, and, and plus the fact, uh, Eustace has had none of those yeah. jobs. He's not been offered one. He's not been mentioned with one. So that's 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 something else. But you know, we've got Rooney, and for better or worse, I think he's he's <laughs> we've got him for worse at the moment. But I, I say I've, I've I've looked at all these people who are cha- changing clubs. I mean, the, the, the guy at Forest, I've always thought he's you know. But do I want do I want him now? Nah. No, I don't want him. Do I want? Did I want Mike Beale from from Rangers? He's gone to Sunderland. No, not really. You know, I I I I don't see anybody who's getting the sack or being placed in new jobs as being any better than what we've got. To be honest, um, so you know, let's be patient. Let's be what patient. I'll say to that though, what I'll say to that though is Al, that you know, if let's rewind now, let's say it's the day John Eustace has gone. And Steve Cooper has just been sat by Nottingham Forest. He'd be the first name on the tip of our tongue, I think, because he's got a promotion on his CV. Mm. Mm. Of you know? course, of course. And, and uh, to be honest, well, yeah, and he hasn't. Forest aren't in the bottom three. He's left them, no. you know, not in the bottom three. So I know. would have Cooper. I yeah. think if, if 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 there was the option, I think Potter. I think people are just deluded. I'm sorry, he's yeah. not going to go. He wouldn't look twice. Um, 
Yeah, I just think I, I would have Cooper, like Paul said, definitely. He's got someone promoted. He's actually brought like a brand new squad in and actually made them gel. That's mm-hmm. a big thing. And, that, you know, with Ilanga and people like that, you, you've got some decent players there that he's brought in. So if there was going to be one person, mm-hmm. I think Cooper will be on a lot of teams' radars now and I think he will get a decent job. Mm, we'd probably have to give Rooney, what, £5 million in compensation now or something like that? And yeah. I'd rather spend Four that on a player. That's uh, a, a week's wages yeah. for him. We can't, yeah. we can't. Yeah. I'd, rather, I'd rather us not have to do that and stick with Rooney and hopefully he starts doing really well mm. and we can then spend that money on the squad rather yeah. than, you know, sucking the Christmas will be Christmas will be the time that I think, you know, with the amount of games that we've got, with who we're playing as well, I think that will be... The be all and end all. Can can he keep this going? Can we build some momentum? Can we get some points over the Christmas period? We are we are known not to be good over the Christmas period, so we've got to change it. It's as simple as that. So hopefully, with everything that they're doing, with now the last two games, with all mm. the positivity, let's build that and go into the Christmas period. I would be happy. One win, two draws, two win and a two wins in a draw mm. I think that, that would be minimum I think, I think you've got to go for I, I, I think just just going on to that I think the well, as soon as the owners came in we knew that these owners are not just here to you know sort out the crap that we had before they're here to make the brand as big as they can the city as big as they can Rooney was on a perfect appointment for that and it's proved over the last three months regardless of results the TV coverage newspaper coverage everything that Rooney brings with him has been there and I'm sure the club has made a lot of money from that now as fans we don't care about that too much the results on the field and the, the performance of the players are what we want and and right now I'm still very much on the edge of Rooney not being that manager but I see why Rooney would beat out Cooper and all those type of people to the American owners that come in and want to make the brand as big as possible because there's no no hide in the fact that we have gone up four or five steps with Sky Sports and with other people from yeah. that point. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. A, a couple of comments on the board, actually, Paul. Sorry to yeah. interrupt. I just need, I thought, you know, got um, Eamon Cole. His comments is, we were contenders under Eustace. It's unforgivable what the owners did. I personally don't think we were contenders under Eustace. Oh, no. I think we were punching well above our weight. And, you know, just put it out there to, to, to the listeners. If we were under Eustace now, where would we be in the league? Be completely honest. Every season we start well. Every season this has happened, international break, and then we drop. Yeah. We always it's, it's happened. If you if you compare season for the last four seasons, we've done it exactly the same. It was like last season before I came on this show, we're doing okay. I came on here and then we've been rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, probably is. But be, I mean, going back, likening Eustace, you know, the good start and all the rest of it. It's like any of us beating New Saint Bolt over the first two centimeters. <laughs> you know. <laughs> It's, it's, it's crazy. You've got to explain that one, Mark. Just, I saw Paul's face. He's puzzled. I'm lost. It's like it's it's not. You know, it's it's. What I'm trying to say is just a very. It was a very start of the season, wasn't it? Was it five six games? 
I might do that. No, it's, like, no, it's no tangible. I might, I might be able to do that if I was in an Uber. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know. It's, Basically, um, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Is that's that what, what you're trying, trying to say? Yeah. 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 That's what I'm trying to Thanks, say. Yeah. Thank you, Claire. No problem. I'll clear it all off. Yeah, cheers, Good job. Yeah, well, no, we were definitely, um, we were definitely punching above our weight in sixth, but I honestly don't think, I mean, when I think back to Rotherham at home, probably under Eustace, you know, in hindsight, we'd have won that game. Um, would we have beat Sunderland away, Southampton away? Would we have beat Ipswich at home? Would we have beat, you know, Hull at home? We would have beaten um, Hull. You think we'd have beaten Hull under Eustace? Yeah. Yeah? yeah. That, that, that September that, under Eustace was awful. Listen, I think if we... Dreadful. Sorry, Mark. I think if we'd have lost the two games that we won in that last week that Eustace was there, then... He would have been, I'm not going to say hated, but he would have been called for his head because I think the, the, the run we had before those two games, we've got to remember, wasn't good results-wise. Yes, we've said it on the show loads of times, the passion and the love and everything for this guy and the group of players was was head and shoulders above what it's been over the last couple of months. But again, that doesn't bring results. And apart from that week that he got sacked, the results before that were probably just as bad as what we've been looking we, at the last three months. We were unlucky against Preston and Watford, though. Out we of were. all those results, we—I've got to admit—we probably would we, mm. we deserved um, another. We deserved we, to win those games. And um, who, who we, were, we were missing? We were missing Lang during all those games. Led. Led. I mean, sorry, um, and. What's his name? Uh, Buchanan yeah. was never on the losing side until he came oh. back after sus- uh, injury and suspension. And, I, and people say, "Oh, well, he played against Watford." Yeah, when he left the field, it was nil-nil, <laughs> and we we conceded two goals from that left-hand side immediately. You know. Yeah. But, so. Yeah. My, well, my, my, my argument to you is say that the Eustace suffered from injuries and suspensions. Now. I think, to be fair, so so is Wayne Rooney. But my attitude to is, well, you're the you're you're the man with the big bucks. You're the man that's supposed to be X, Y, and Z. We're not even going to get let you use that as an excuse. You've got to deal with what is not what you'd like it to be. Whereas with John Eustace, we we might have said, well, he had a bad month because of injuries and suspensions. This guy's had a bad month through injury. With injuries and suspensions, but we're not, we're not, we're, I certainly aren't willing to give him, uh, give him that as an excuse. No, because you've replaced a man who was getting around that problem, and now you're not getting around the problem. So you know, you 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 can again. I I I go back to Mr. Statistics. He's got eight eight points from thirty three in two months. He's got eight points from fifteen. You know, well, in the last few months. All I'm going to say is, is that we just need to get some of the women playing, don't we? Top oh, of the league. Just, yeah. Just yeah. That what one a great out. game segue, that was. Good segue, that was. Nice, nice segue there, Claire. She's nice segue. Really? Yes. She's what a way to end the year. Um, but I think, I think you're looking like three, four games in and everybody's like, oh my God, what's happened? You know, we, we hadn't won a game. We were teetering on the edge. We were losing to teams the last season we were, we were beating. Mm. And we get to Christmas and we're top of the league, uh, clear by a couple of points. Six games unbeaten in the league. Um, 
it's a brilliant turnaround from from Daz Carter and, and the team at, at the club at the moment. That they have gelled. You know, it's it's. I don't think they go into a game fearing anything now, which is just absolutely awesome. And they're playing that front foot attacking football that the club are asking, uh, you know, our, our first team to to do. So it's it's brilliant where where we are. A big gap now between now and uh, the, the end of January, I think, is our our next league game. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So it's a, it's a big, big gap. Um, but fantastic to, to have them there and you know going to next year let's have some more people down there to support them during those those few home games that will be left let's help them get to that continued promotion push and get the club back into the women's super league where we all want them to be and, and ultimately we, we are we are big enough to be um, can I ask a question Craig sorry Craig yeah. can I ask a question how, long, how many games did it take Darren Carter this season to get to this level with his players did he have a really bad start? I well, I got one point <laughs> from the first four games. I thought he was going to get yeah. sacked. <laughs> first four games, and people were actually beginning yeah. to say, he's time up for Darren Carter. Can't, um, can't do it. And, all sorts of you know, we, we, we questioned it. And it's, you know, it was, there was a lot of people saying it. Mm. But it I just went, needed I, that mm. clicking, didn't it? Mm. I went to one of those games live at Lewis, which is only down the road from me, and they were awful. They were mm-hmm. shocking. Lewis were bottom of the league and should have won. They were, The Blues ladies, I'm afraid, I was, you know, what on earth's mm-hmm. gone wrong? And then, but Sun, Sunday was such a good game of football. Fair play to Sunderland. They were half decent side. Uh, and we had an, they had an incident where they should have scored and, and somebody kicked it off the line, uh, which would have made it 1-1. Yeah. That changed the game, and we went down, and they stuck one in their own net, which was a bit of a joke. But the the, the third goal, where we really, you know, take that, it was a good goal, three nil, job done. Let's all go out. It was. It, it, I, I really sat there and enjoyed every minute. Of it. Mm. Mm. Incredible. No, it's good to see. It's good to see yeah, us do. Yeah. Also, yeah. though, you know, obviously, there's no transfer window. I I, I understand in in women's in women's football, so. You know, I know since we had been struggling, we'd bought in a couple of new players. Carts had gone out and got a new, you know, a couple of new uh, new players in at that time of the year. And, you know, that changed a few things as well with the team. Um, you know, we, we've talked about the, the men's side all the time. And we basically said, we're giving until January, we're giving until January. Uh, Alan made the point last week 
the gap between Rooney coming in and the transfer window was big. Yeah. Um, if yeah. it was only four weeks, then maybe we would have seen a big difference in results in a month because maybe we could have brought in a couple more players to strengthen what we have. And yeah, he has been, he has been unlucky with injuries and suspensions. hundred um, percent. You know, um, but I think a transfer window for the type of club that we are, we did have a massive gap where I'm not saying that Carts has gone out and, and bought his way to the top of the league, but certainly be able to get players in when they were struggling, I thought really helped um, push them forward as well. We've, we've also bought players in that have points to prove. And, and alongside that, people that know the club. So, you know, we, we've had the return of, of Remy Allen. Now, Remy was, was at Birmingham during the, the ladies' time in the Women's Super League when we were at the FA Cup final, when we were playing in Europe. And she knows what makes the team tick. We then bring in other players that have also been at the club previously because they know what Birmingham means to them. And they've, they're all coming in. And, and don't get it wrong, in terms of the game and in terms of their age, You'd say, oh, God, they're still young. But actually, in terms of the ladies' game, they're probably not spring chickens in terms of, of, of coming through. But what we have got is a perfect balance. Um, and, and that's, you know, we nearly had it last year. Just getting that run towards the end of last year, and everybody thought, if we start this season exactly that same way, we'll be flying. Um, we didn't, but now we're proving what they can do. And Carts has brought in some international players, not just, you know, the likes, <coughs> excuse me, they're going to sit on a bench, but they're international players. Um, Fuso, Brazilian international, who was, was coming from Man United. We paid a record fee to bring her into the club. And when she started, just come off injuries. So everybody's thinking, oh, no, not going to be good. Now, flying. Mm-hmm. So... Let, let, let it continue and, and you know the other thing we're gonna we're desperately trying to do is get carts and a few of the ladies onto the show to talk about it more um to to get more involvement with it and you know these american owners uh and mark you'll vouch for this but out in america ladies football is huge so if they can do half That's of what happens in america we, we, we can go a long way and and you know let, let, let's see what happens let's bring it on uh, good question coming in from Kevin Kelly, actually. What are the panel's priorities for the January transfer window? He said, for me, defenders with pace. Uh, I'd have to agree with you, Kevin, I think. I think that would be a massive improvement to the team. Um, I would like to see a new striker as well. Uh, if we could get somebody up front, you know, that's obviously you've got to be realistic having it at the same time. But if we could, get, if we could find a gem, like a new Shea Adams from somewhere in the lower leagues or something, that would be amazing as well. We want to say the speed, being quick, centre back a six and a forward. I would say for me, it'd be the spine going straight down it, centre back, forward, and and six. Um, I think you'll probably try and go and get for a goalkeeper. Now again, I'm still not in agreement of probably getting a new goalkeeper in January, maybe in the summer. But I think goalkeeper will be on his list. But Mm. I really feel a centre back, a a six, and a um, and a striker is something that he, he may look for. Um, mm. And then we've got to think about it. Do we buy Stansfield or do we try to buy him or, you know, do we keep him on loan and try and get another loan? We've only got probably, what, two more loans left and we can't have anybody else after that. So he's also got to be careful with that because he's only got three on loan. He's only allowed mm. to have five at the same time, right? Mm. Yeah, I mean, 
said, I've said I'd like to see a new striker, but we might actually have one in our under-23s in Junior Dixon that could come in Dixon. and see and um, the goal. Just a heads up, he will be in the squad over Christmas. Oh, wow. That's okay. what we've been told. Um, so Junior Dixon will be in the squad because the under-21s have a break. So okay. they have said that um, Shuttleworth did say that he would be in the squad. But I, I would have a ball passer in the midfield I think that's what we need we've got Sunjik who's like the Robbie Savage of old nitty gritty mm, yeah. we've got Jordan James the box to box we now need someone who can sit and just pass the ball and just get board. the ball yeah, yeah. yeah. and I'd, I think we need another striker I think there's the three players that have been touted to leave I think that they will be the ones that go um, a new goalkeeper I think um, probably yes. I think that'll go try and go for like a young one. I think that they'll try and hit, get him as an understudy to Ruddy to then bring him through. That's what I think they'll do. Mm, I mean, I'm a, I'm a big I'm a big fan of Ruddy's, but like I say, time's catching up with him a little bit. Um, I mean, going back to last night very quickly, did anybody else think he had a rush of blood a little bit? Do you think he could have waited a bit before he? He wasn't quick enough to get out and then he didn't do anything when he got out. So yeah. instead of making him EED, he either needed to go big or mm. he kind of went and then went. He, he didn't know where to go. He didn't know whether to go straight to him, yeah. which mm. I think then he would have just gone round him anyway. He, he hesitated, didn't he? Yeah, he hesitated. So instead of making himself big or getting, you know, I think it was Anderson coming through, he mm. didn't go quick enough. And I think no. he, I think he's hesitating a lot because he's not quite sure what he's supposed to do. I think mm. because of how he's been told to play, so he's mm. either been played, you know, they compromise him. But are you booting it forward or are you passing it? I thought he was better with his feet last night. If I've, you know, as a positive, I do think that he passed the ball quite mm. well. But mm. it does make your heart go when they pass it across the six-yard box and across the goal. Yeah. And they've yeah, got. Rooney said that, and he he's nervous sometimes watching mm. them play at the back, and I think we all are. Um, you know, the Ruddy one, it's difficult because as a coach, you know, we would bank on our forwards nine times out of ten scoring in a one-on-one -on -one situation. You know, everyone puts the pressure on the goalkeepers, but I think, as I said earlier on in the show, the best position for an attacking player is to be running at somebody with a target. So, you know, Ruddy's running out. He's got so things going through his mind. The striker's running towards him. He's got the target in front of him. Um, as Claire said, if he would have come a little bit further, they probably, he probably would have just took it past him anyway. Um, you know, I actually thought they were pretty good finishes. The third goal was a deflection, which probably caught him out a little bit. Mm. Uh, he come off his foot and, and take, took a little deflection. But I thought the first two were, were, were pretty good finishes for the... On the on the attacking side of things, I think if 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 our, our strikers had, or midfielders had scored them goals, we'd say they were pretty good. Um, you know, two good goals for us to score. Mm. Yeah. There, were, there were carbon copies of Blackburn. So there were carbon copies of the two goals at Blackburn. Not again. Not not, not nothing to do with Rudder. He was mm. he was stuck. You know, we, we lost yeah. the ball. They break, and he's stuck from. You know, he, he's not really, he's not preparing for that. And he got, got himself in a position where he couldn't go forward. Go, go out his box and flatten the guy. That's the end of you. you you've got to try and be cute uh, and, and, and put the guy off. But he, as you say, they, they, they were too good for that. They were too good yeah. for that. 
Sorry, Paul, oh, just what? a quick one. Talking of goals, let's uh, Jordan James's first goal last night was yes. a really good. Really? Oh, I thought it was Huntsfield when I first saw it. I was like, oh, Jay scored, wasn't it? It was Jordan James running off. He was the striker's yeah, finish. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, with yeah. Anderson and everyone coming back over the Christmas period, fingers crossed, mm. we'll have a bit of a decent bench and a bit more pace. Mm. Maybe Ben Decky, right, Claire? No, thank you. Do you know that? He's Mark, coming, you he's mentioned coming. that, but it's come up on numerous occasions now, hasn't it? The, there's there's a couple of names that are constantly out there, and whether it's speculation or not, we don't know. But Benteke's name continually, continually comes up. Um, do you know what? If he's going to come over and he's not going to cost anything, is he is he well, better than what we've he, got? What I can well, say is it's definitely... People. It's definitely come up five or six times here in America. Now, obviously, they know Ben Teke here. He's still at DC United. Um, the the fact that it's come up on the news five or six times that that's the the target. Uh, you know, they're they're um, they're obviously not, don't have their season now in the MLS, so he could go on loan to Blues and then and not come back. Now, it wouldn't be my choice, honestly. Uh-huh. But that uh-huh. has been mentioned five or six times over here. That that's his next move is that he'll join Rooney for on loan and come How back old to the MLS. What is he now? 30, 34. He might be like 34, isn't he? 33, 34. Yeah, I don't know exactly, but I know he's he's, uh, he's definitely on it. But for me, he's probably another Troy Deeney. Deeney mm. come and we love Deeney mm. for who he is, but yeah. he's past it. And I think that's he used the same to play with for them down the road. He didn't do very yeah. well. And we want young and hungry, pacey strikers to go with what he wants to do. Why would you bring in Benteke? It doesn't yeah. make any sense whatsoever. But our problem is, is that we don't have, like we said this before, we don't have enough, we don't have money really to spend too much right now with the transfer embargoes. Um, we haven't got, there's not players on the market that are for sale in the in the prices and stuff that we can spend so I think right now if he wants to get a striker unfortunately that's what we're looking at we're looking at someone who's a, a lower league striker that is younger and we've already, already got someone like that in Junior Dixon or you're looking at getting somebody that is a little bit more proven but maybe in the last couple of years of his career one, yeah one last uh, payday low, you know because that's all I think that's all we can we can really attract in January, in the summer may be different, but if he needs to get one from now until the end of the season, then we're not attracting a massive market, I don't feel. What happened to taking a punt on strikers in the lower leagues? I mean, in the past, we, you know, when we signed Shay Adams, he was in League One with Sheffield United. We got DJ Campbell in years gone by and mm. players like Asante that. Thomas, Thomas Asante, wherever his name is, for West yeah. Brom, yeah. banging yeah. the goals in. You right. know, Clark Harris, I'd rather have Clark Harris, for example, from Peterborough than Benteke. Yeah. Because I, I just think it's it's going back to the old days, isn't it? When Remember when we used to get everybody that was basically retiring? Yeah. And, mm. you know, we can do we can do better than that, surely. I mean, I mean, I might eat my words, but I can't He's imagine 33, it. 33, apparently. Seeing this, player, everybody's heard of Benteke. He's still a youngster. And, and if you go back to your American owners, Ben Teke walks through the door, people go, ooh, you know, and it'll put a few more bums on seats. If we sign really a... Yeah. We can't even what? fill the stadium now. No, I know. Well, I know. Yeah. Because they, need, because they need to do 10, 10 quid a game, 
kids four quid. Philly. Let the kids yeah. in for Philly nothing. Hammed. Get the schools in, get the schools in, let them in for nothing. Yeah, you know, the foundation mm. game, They could, they could what they need to do is the next Blues Day, the really good idea would be local schools in the area, even the ones up north. Yeah. I'm going to take my school as well. Yeah. And literally, You're just give them 100 tickets per, yeah. per school or something like that. Yeah. Get them in, get them wanting to come, get them enjoying it. I mean, they would have mm. watched that game last night and they would have loved that. Mm. Get the blue. You know, get do it for the Blues Foundation. Yeah. Could have given a lot of clubs. Blue nose a lot of clubs do that. Mm. We're yeah. we're one the only ones that don't. But there's a lot of clubs yeah. who do that. Yeah. Mm, definitely. Uh, you know, going back to going back to the striker quickly. Like you know, Billy Sharp has just gone to Hull today, or agreed to go to yeah. Hull, and. You know, that's another one. That's one, a, a name that's been pretty proven in the championship. Went over to America. And the American season's now over and it's over for a while. Um, I think we're going to get a lot of speculation, especially where Rooney was before, of all these players, um, you know, wanting to go back to, to England or wherever. Um, mm. But as I say, that's the only one that has really keep coming up over here over and over again is the, is the Benteke one for sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We got any uh, squad games, Craig, this time? Uh, we, we, I have got one final squad game for 2023. Um, I have. So, uh, but for you, Mark, your bands, you can't play. Oh. Um, oh. So, I've got <laughs> um, a couple of squad numbers that I want to go through. Um, and uh, we're talking about the team from the 2014-2015 uh, season. Okay. Okay, so... 14-15? Uh, 14-15 season. Okay. So the, uh, the the first squad number that uh, I'm going to put out there is uh, squad number 13. And then the second one is squad number 15. So 13 and 15 from the 2014 to 15 season. Oh, was, was 13 a reserve goalkeeper? No. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Oh, oh, well. Was 13 Robert Tesh? Uh, <laughs> I'm going through my thing. 13, one of them was Robert Tesh. Who was the other one? 15. One McGoma, was it? No, it wasn't McGoma. Tom Richardson said West Thomas. No, not West Thomas. Um... What was the other number? 13 and what? 13 and 15. Yeah. Not Fabrini, was it? Yeah. Um, I remember. Novak. Shampoo, isn't he? Well, Novak, no. Novak this, was number 12. It was 12, I remember. This, this is the season that Lee Clark went, wasn't it? And Rowie came in halfway, halfway yes. through it. Yeah. Not that that helps with the squad numbers, <laughs> but I'm just the same. <laughs> uh, I know the other 13, I think. Was it I used 15, to... 15 Jukovic? Uh, the 15 wasn't Jukovic, no. Was, was 15 Michalkov? Damari Gray, Craig, for the other 13. No. Damari, he, was, he was 7 and 30-odd when he played. 33, was it was. Yeah. 30, right? Was 15 Uh 15 was not Cox. no. Well, the other the other lad then. Michalkov was 18. <laughs> the other lad. The other lad. What was his name? O'Neill. O'Reilly. Oh, no. Oh, dear. 15. Oh, oh. Not Wade Elliott, is it? Not Wade Elliott, no. He'd be gone by then, wouldn't he? Well, I've yeah. got your guard. I think I might have one got 15. you again. One of the 15s was Rob Keenan. Correct. 
Wow. Well, that's Rob Keenum. Who? Rob exactly. <laughs> exactly. Rob Keenan, we signed on loan from Wigan, then yeah. signed him, and we sold him to Rangers, That's right. who were playing in the third division at the time, and he played all the way through their promotions. And as soon as they got to the top, they got rid of him. He was top class, yeah. So we're, we're still missing one thirteen and one fifteen. Oh, there's two of each. Yeah. 13 and a 15. Um, was 15 Callum Riley? Ollie Lee? No, and no. <laughs> Dan Byrne? No. That was the season after, wasn't it? Oh. Was, Callum Prest- was Callum Preston one of them? No. Packwood? No. Blimey. Matt Green? What was that, Mark? Uh, Matt Green? No. <laughs> uh, Greg Shay? Greg Shay was the other number 13. Oh, well done, Claire. This typically had 13, wasn't it? Uh, <laughs> Claire's grinning, so I'm beginning to wonder what she's Googling, she's got the... Googling, she's got the... She's That's an automatic <laughs> band, aren't you? No one's getting the answers, are they? We're going to be here all day. We've got other things to do. <laughs> Carl Lafferty? No, not Carl oh, Lafferty. The other 15 was... Um, the other 15 was... And I can't remember his first name, so I'm trying to think of his first name. Hall is Hall. He was a Hall, right? Grant oh, Hall. Hall. Grant, 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 Grant Hall. Hall. Grant Hall. Was Grant Hall. Well done. Well done. So uh, Mark Brooks, that was, by the way. There's well two Americans. Mark Meredith. Two, two Americans <laughs> in the squad. Backwood. Backwood, yeah. Oh, and, and Spectre. We just said one of them, Brexter. Brexter. Brexter and Shane. Oh, There were two additional, and you're right. They, they were the two additional. We actually had three Americans in that squad that season. Yeah, Specton. And Mark Meredith, you were there, weren't you then? I was there. <laughs> that was before you became American, weren't it, Mark? I wasn't, I wasn't American then, but I was there. <laughs> no, we, uh, the final part of this one was we actually had a squad number 40 that particular season. Is that Lloyd Dyer? Oh, guys. It, oh, yeah. He's coming back, he's coming back. Do you remember who yeah. 39 was? Uh, who? 39. Uh, who? I didn't play him. Did we play him? Who? Well, who? Well, who? 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 <laughs> I wanted to find out why I needed paper and pen. <laughs> <laughs> ran out of time for that. <laughs> to rewrite these rules. <laughs> Don't let Craig have more than one go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I want to know who was the first and last Birmingham player to wear 22. Jude Bellingham was the last. Dude, yeah. The first. The first. First, yeah. Oh, Andrew Shinney. He did wear 22, but he wasn't the first. Damien, what Damien Johnson was it before him? Damien Johnson is correct. Whoa. Is it? How? Yeah. Oh, when, we, when we signed yeah. him, we weren't even having squad numbers. Really? All on form. Us? I thought we did in um, 90. I think we did it once in 93, didn't we? And then we Yeah, the, Coke, the League Cup game, yeah. And yeah. then yeah. we. Plymouth. And then we did it from about 98, no, 99, 2000 season was our first season with squad numbers. Yeah. I can't remember who 22 was then, though, Al. Yeah. Uh, the final question on this particular one, before we can go on to your game, Paul, is who was the top scorer in that season and how many goals did they get? Donaldson. Donaldson. It was about eight, wasn't it? Top scorer. How many did he get? I'd say 11, 12, yeah. Got more than eight, Mark, I reckon. Ten. 
hat trick. He scored a couple of hat tricks, didn't he? One against. Oh, Norwich. he got one against Reading, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, one against Reading. One no, Reading was it? Yeah, okay. Six one was yeah. Yeah. yeah no, that, that was Jamari Gray scored the hat trick against Gray. Reading. But yeah, um, he scored fifteen. Got, got a hat trick against 15. Bristol. Fifteen. Okay, there's a few people got Did that uh, on uh, Facebook. Tom Richardson and Mark Brooks. Well done. Did we get um, the 39, Craig? Have we said who that was that season? No, that we... Nobody's come up with number 39 yet for that number season. 39 I'm, in the 2000s. Guy played like one or two games. Mm. Who was that? Like Guy Masus, Masusi or whatever his name was. Oh, God. Oh, Musi, yeah. He was indeed Guy Musi. You're right, Mark. He didn't actually play two games. He played, made two substitution appearances. Who? Sponsored by HJ, welcome. <laughs> 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 oh, look, so not only is she now going on the radio and the, yeah, she's, uh, you know, going to be on the TV and everything else, she's now advertising herself as well. <laughs> is she on the TV? Going on there? How much do we think? You can't we say base? too much, Mark. Said too much already. We'll talk about it later, Mark. I'll let you know. Yeah. So how much do we all think that we know about each other? Oh, good God. That's, that's <laughs> a good one. That I mean, we've <laughs> it's a new, new game called Blues Friends, and it's a oh. bit like Mr. and Mrs., but blues basically. So oh, I want to know how much we know about each other. I'm so put my up for this. I'll start with Craig and Claire. So, Craig, Claire, I want you to write the answer down, and Craig, I want you to tell me who you think Claire's favourite ever blues player is so far in her life. Claire, write it down. Mm. Craig, write it down, and I want you to both hold it up. Craig, I want you to hold your answer up He's first. He's going to know this. She, no, 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 I know this. I can't oh. say. Do we? we do this as we do this I as therapy once a week. <laughs> <laughs> you, your therapy, you mean? Let me just spell his name correctly, but I've gone. Right, 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 right down, right down who you think it is, and then hold it up to the camera, and then Claire, don't hold it up to the camera yet, though. Obviously, until Claire, you've held yours up. I've, I, there is a few. I'm not going to lie. This is really difficult. Okay. Um. Have you wrote one down? Oh, you got Craig. Yeah, I've wrote one down. Yeah, but there's been a few where I've had like signed stuff and everything but this is my my first one okay so oh, Craig, you should know this i blabber on all the time uh, uh, i know really well, I, I tend to switch off um <laughs> so craig craig i want you to show your answer now to the screen please and i'll, I'll for okay. our viewers and, and for our listeners who are not on um you know watching then uh so you've gone for okay. Right, okay. So, Claire, have a guess or not? No, my actual favourite player is AJ Johnson, but I did have a little bit of a soft spot for Savage and I had loads of stuff signed by him. Mm. In my okay. Room. Okay. So, Andrew, Andrew Johnson. Johnson. No, no point for Craig. So, um, that's the first round done. So, I'm gonna, now going to go with Alan Watson and Mark Adams. So, Mark Adams, I want you to t basically write down who you think Alan Watson's favourite ever Blues manager is. And Al? I want you to write it down as well, if you can, please. Bit of a problem with this. I don't know how to write. <laughs> uh, let me... So I, I it, all right. Alan's favourite Blues manager ever? Yeah. All right. Uh, That's easy. Okay. Keep it to yourself. Was it pre? Was it pre? Pre the First World War? <laughs> I'll give you a clue. I'll give you a clue. I don't think it's Rooney. <laughs> and, he, and he's old enough to be your granddad. <laughs> he's not you, Alan. Not you, Alan. He's 
you got something, Mark? Yeah. Hold it up then. What you got? Put it to the screen. You put, put, put it in front of the camera, Mark. Oh, I am. Are you not? Hang on, hang on. Camera, not you. In front of your face. Oh, fuck it. That's just a bullet. I didn't know there was actually a manager called Sharpie. It says, that's Sharpie. Lose the Lee. Ah, there we go. There we go. Right, okay. Bruce. Hold your hands up, Al. Jim Smith, I reckon. McLeish. Oh, McLeish. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, close. Oh, no, Do I don't. Mark. So, Rose still doesn't have any friends. Chris and Mark Meredith. I think we get the gist of this game now, don't we? So, we can hand over to somebody else for me to have a go. But, Chris and Mark Meredith, Chris, sorry, I want you to say who you think, what you think, sorry, is Mark Meredith's favourite ever blue shirt. Oh. So what do you think is Mark Meredith's favourite ever blue shirt? Okay. Home or why? Home shirt, home shirt, sorry. So what's Mark blue. Meredith's ever blues home shirt, Chris? Okay. Down. In his lifetime? Yeah. Even know yourself. <laughs> I think Mark, Mark okay. you, 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 I believe you might have it. I yeah, he needs a lot of... Oh, it's got to be... Yeah, Mr. Meredith, have you actually got the shirt? I have. Have you worn it on the show? Uh, I think so, yeah. We got an answer, Chris? I've got an answer, yeah. I think... You got an answer, Mark? Mark's not thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to work out which one it was. No, go on. Go on, Chris. Go on, then. I'll okay, so Chris. I think his favourite shirt was the Carling, Carling Cup game. You can't see it on that, because I've got a strange number. Yeah. Actually, my favourite yeah, yeah, one's crazy because it's actually, and I can't see it with my phone probably, it's the uh, the paint shirt with all the paints on it. Oh, the I was going to say that, the splatter. Oh, uh, uh, the, uh, yeah, the... Um, I can't remember what year it was exactly. The, the one is uh, really Yeah, 92-93 season yeah, that was. Yeah. Dolly Mixture. Yeah. yeah. Fail. Craig, yeah. Wanna, can I hand over to you, Craig, to, uh, for me to have a go against someone? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with, right, so... Um, Mr. Adams, we're going to make you yeah. feel as though you've got friends today because I'm going to ask you oh, another brilliant. question. Oh. Um, Next year's going to be my year. <laughs> <laughs> but what I want to know is, what was Paul's all-time favourite goal? All-time favourite goal? Yeah. Um, what, at St Andrews? Or? At, at, at St Andrews. At St Andrews? Uh, can I write down no, three? I <laughs> All right, let me... All right, give me... Uh, his favourite goal of St Andrews. Okay. I, I have actually said this on the show a few times, haven't I? Yep. Uh, shows how much he listens, doesn't it? Oh, uh, oh yeah, I know. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Just talk amongst yourself. It doesn't take that long to write, I don't hey, know. Talking to talking goals, Paul, are we, on, uh, are we on number three or number four for the best goal now? Oh, that's a good point. I don't know. Did we do it last week? I was in the last week. Can you read that? I think no, I can make out Seb Larson versus Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah, got it. Yeah, we can see that. Am I right, Paul? Yep. Oh, There's no, my no. answer. It's a rally against the Ipswich. Oh, oh no, let me write, let me change it. <laughs> none, of, none, of us, none of us know each other, do we, by the sounds of this game? I'll just say Ali Barley. Lily, Lily Pad knows me better than you, Mark, so she got shit. Oh, no. <laughs> she got it. Yeah. 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 Lily, Lily Pad's actually got two. So far, I've been watching the board, and she's actually got two of these. So definitely is taking the lead. She, she knows us more than anyone else. Yeah, she listens. <laughs> actually, uh, and yes, uh, BCFC Ireland. Yeah, that's my favourite uh, shirt, the Mark One, nineteen ninety one. So, Mark, 
Well, we're on number three, aren't we? Because we had um, we had uh, uh, John Gale, John Gale, Gale. and we had Sebastian against Tottenham. Yeah, yeah. No, we had Jerome. We had Jerome, didn't we? Well, Jerome, Jerome and I'm not four now. Yeah, I'm four now. Yeah, so we're on four now. So yeah, that's a good point, Mark. So the fourth best ever Blues goal. What do we think is the fourth best ever Blues goal? And Did I, I nominate? Go on now. Andy Johnson's fourth goal against Ipswich in the semi-final. <laughs> never tire, never tire of watching that. Watching it. <laughs> uh, say Alan, man. one for you. My dad said, Alan, one for you, John Connolly's goal at, at Villa Park. Oh, yeah. what a cracker, yeah, yes. Yeah, I was yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Get that one out, you bums. <laughs> 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 and that's not that's not what I actually said. <laughs> yeah. No, I bet. Okay, yes. yeah. yeah, Mark Brooks at Sir Alvary Ipswich. I think he's voting for the fourth best goal there and not my favourite ever goal at St Andrews. Yeah, Can I, I say it's mine, Terrell? Yeah, that's why it's my birthday. It was my birthday. Oh. I think Larson Sheffield Wednesday goal needs to be in there. Larson's Tottenham one was, and I think the Wednesday one was probably up there, especially with getting promotion on the same day as well. Mm. Or yeah. can I just throw in Kevin Francis against Leeds? The, yeah, the semi final. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway, Mark Meredith, who do you think he's Claire's favourite blues player now? Oh, we all know that. Yeah, she's stalking. Lord, 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 whatever his name is, Land. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is it definitely Is it Lad? Lad, it is Lad. His name's Lad. Not 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 it's, it's been led since this Soliol game. It's, I mean, come on, she hasn't stopped talking about it. He, he, winked, he winked at her at Soliol and that was it. She's like... He just smiles, doesn't he? Oh, he looks happy and he's our best player. So he'll probably leave in the summer because everyone I love. <laughs> mm. uh, as, it's the end of, as it's the end of the year show, uh, can I quickly run through some of the unofficial awards for... Um... 2023. Uh, who does people think? Who do people think was the uh, best TTS player of the year? Who's who do we think was the best player of the year for 2023? Put put your answers up on the share box as well. Um, also, um, the best WM representation from a uh, Tilton Talk presenter. It's got to go to Claire, obviously. Yeah, yeah, totally. totally, totally oh, oh, oh. Adam Wilkes did all right the other night. Adam Wilkes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, he was. Silent from the best, though, didn't I, Craig? Obviously. Not, not Craig, Craig then. Uh, Robes, friend of the year. Who do we say? Robes, Mark Meverdy. Definitely. I don't want to be Robes. I don't want the award. Someone else. <laughs> I think I think, I think Robes, friend of the year is Emma Jones. <laughs> Who needs friends when you've got Dolly Birds? <laughs> <laughs> uh, who do you think was the pet, pet of the that, year? Uh, that was Claire's friend of the season, Mark, rather than, rather than Mark's. Oh, you know, of I course. Yeah, 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 I had a lovely yeah. time. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the most, most abused uh, presenter of the year. This is, this is be it's going to be a robe. I finally won something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and a couple of serious ones as well. The Women's Player of the Year. Who do we think? Lawley. Yeah, I think I'd go. Uh, uh, and, and going to games, which was the worst decision of 2020? Rogue coming back from Norwich. <laughs> 
Never never again a megaboss. The non-giving of the penalty at was it I remember Sunderland Southampton. I'd, I'd, I'd agree with that as well. Mm. Yes, great shout out. Um, yeah, the, 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 the one when he smashed Burke. Yeah. I think player of the year, player of the year is a tough one, isn't it? Ru- um, I think from, from Ruddy for me. Well, mm. Player of the year, just on the show box, uh, Ruddy and Duke at the moment are neck and Ruddy. neck in terms of votes. Um, what else have we got? Uh, yeah, James, Nigel, Man, Nigel Man has said Rhodes' friend of the year is Billy. <laughs> Billy, no, mate. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Very good. Uh, even, he, even he stood me up the other day. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the worst decision. Can I say is Bell and Bow? Oh, oh yeah. Cool. Yes. 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 That's got to be. Yeah. Because that was just, that's just outrageous, isn't it? Really? Yeah. Uh, Michael Woodson said the worst decision was the penalty we got against the Baggies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was nearly yeah, yeah, penalty. That was, uh, that was lucky. I think, I think the best thing to happen to the club this year, though, has got to be the takeover, hasn't it? Yeah. 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 Uh, Lucy Quinn is the uh, heads and tails ahead as far as the player of the season or player of the year for the women mm. is concerned. Got to. And Ben uh, just said that. I can remember her name now. I was going to nominate her, but I couldn't remember her name. What? Uh, Stephen Gill has said Claire gets the WM award because he doesn't know what Craig's saying. Oh, it's the grummy accent, Craig. It yeah. just slips. Like, it just sounds yeah. mad. I, I, I don't know what to say. You know what I mean? You talk to somebody from the black country when you're on WM, and, and so I thought I said it better. That's true. You oh, can't true, pronounce yeah. your words properly, Craig, like, like what we can. The best. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but, uh, anyway, that, that was Blue's Friends, anyway, and I was hoping someone might, would get at least one point. But between us, <laughs> no, yeah, we, we, no. we did get a point. Mark Meredith got a point because he got led, but it was too easy. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. We need to. Can we play this game again? No, <laughs> no, you didn't. I mean, in the new year, with the same yeah, questions and answers. It is actually, I quite, I do quite like it. I think, I think we should yeah, take it. Forward. But do you want to do one more round, Claire? Yeah, yeah, I would have like, oh, the song, like which blue song's the best song of the year. Put it out there to everybody. Which blue song that we sing is the best? You can't have Keep Right On. But what other song is it that we sing? So Dion would probably be one of them. Mind the We Are Brummies. I love that song. I'm not going to regret the rest of it. Stand up. Stand up if you love the blues. Yeah. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to stand up because I've got no pants on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I have to look down myself quickly. <laughs> do you know what? Do you know what song I hated? And I, I shouldn't say this, but you know the Harley Dean song when he was here. I used to cringe at that. Yeah, because he always used to give the ball away. Yeah, yeah and it didn't yeah. make sense. I, I hated that. I like that one, Lily Pad. What's everyone at the Tilt and Talk Show's favourite person who's come on the show? Yeah, best, oh, the best favourite guest. guest. Yeah. Well, this year, yeah. this year, or yeah. this year. This year. We don't have many, have we? We don't. We haven't. Jordan Taylor. I think that's a good shout, actually. Watto. Oh, I think he was I'd have to say Robbo in case he's watching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Got me doing things. I'm saying Robbo. I'm, I think I'm with you, Alan. I think because I think it was just fascinating. It really was. That you know, I just kept my gob shut, shut all the way through. Yeah. That it was just yeah, good, good guest. A few, a few coming through, but um, Steve Portman said, can we pack it in? It's discrimination. Stand up if you love the blues. Boulder Cat. Boulder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think, um, think, think Boulder got some player. points in that round. 
I think the um, I think the Paul Tate one. I think that that wasn't this year, was it? But it, last but it, year, but it was like one of year. it was one of the best. Um, yeah, was him on again this year, didn't he, Chris? We had him on again I this remember, year, did we? Yeah, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what it's I really it's enjoyed it's as well. I'll tell you what I really enjoyed as well. Um, oh God, what's his name on the on the microphone? Richard, isn't it? Richard. Richard Golden. That was a good yeah. show. He's a good guy. He's yeah. He's, he's really good at it as well, and he's really good. Really good at what. I'll tell you. Yeah. What, I'll, t- yeah. I'll tell you. What else Paul's a good one. Russell McGoma. Yeah. 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 That was he's, Jan- January, I think. Was it? Yeah. I was watching a game the other night. I think it was from Scotland, and his brother was playing. For Dunfermline, I think. Oh, right. kept, this oh, Magoma right. kept pus- popping up, and I looked him up, and he was his younger brother. Mm. Started his career. Ricky Otto one was good. Was that this year, Otto? That was, uh, I think that was last year, Mark, wasn't it? I think. Probably about more like two years ago, I'd say, two or three yeah, years ago. Some of them really? I haven't been on with. Mm. I'll uh, give you one, though. Shall we say best? Midland podcast of the year. Oh, that? Yeah. oh hang on, let me think. Oh, that's going goal. Oh, oh they're great, they are. <laughs> so, on talk show, wasn't it? But didn't we come in the top 10? This oh, of year? course, yes. yes. It's, there's no other, there's no other podcast. Uh, best supporters group of the year, probably got to be Excessive Blues. Yeah, we'll give yeah. them that. Excessive yeah. Blues. And talking of supporters groups, um, obviously the club have sent out the request now for people to apply to be part of a supporters group so um, you know anybody can put themselves forwards uh, to, to run a club uh, uh, so you know if you're part of one that previously hasn't been affiliated or anything else and you'd like to be there really simple application form get 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 online and get that sorted because it's uh, the more people the merrier mm. Mm. Uh, yes, Michael Woods, Malcolm Page, and Dave Latchard. They were both brilliant shows. I'm not sure if they oh, were. Oh, yeah, Dave Latchard. Were they this year? Yeah. I don't get so couple of, um, couple of shout outs as well. I, I, I want to wish Darren Carter a happy 40th birthday for yesterday. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I want to wish Paul Devlin a speedy recovery as well from his hip replacement. Um, oh, that Saturday. Was, that um, sore, didn't he? So, yeah, he's uh, on the road to recovery now and hopefully uh, back up and running very soon and back to full fitness. Yeah. Mm. Well, there we go, Paul. We've come to the end of the show. It goes Can't quick, be. doesn't it? Wow, it's and, uh, flown, boy. That's fine. Yeah, boy. so uh, we come boy. to the end of, obviously, the shows for this year as well. And thanks yeah. to everyone out there that uh, takes the time to watch this show. Yeah. And uh, let's hope we have a good Christmas period and we're all got big smiles on our faces when we come back at the beginning of January. Are we back on the um, 2nd of January, is it, Chris? What day is that on? So that's on a Tuesday. So it's the day after New Year's Day or are we doing the following week? It might be the following week. I'll, 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 have, yeah. a, I'll have a look at the uh, calendar. Yeah, so potentially the 8th of Jan will yeah, be the yeah, date that we're back. Um, so, yeah, but anyway, it's good night from me. And it's good night from Mark Adams. And it's good night from me. And it's good night from uh, Miss Giblin. It's good night from me. And it's good night from Mark Meredith. Good night from me. And it's a good night from Craig Courtney. Good night from me. And it's a good night from the chairman. Hey, good night, everybody. And a good night from. Chris Brown. Hey, it's a good night from me. Good night. Keep right up. Merry Christmas and a happy new year. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas, Tony Tim. Preferably not inflatable. Love you, Dad.
Who's he playing for? Well, we're going to sign in. <laughs> <laughs> the striker or defender? What's he? <laughs> well, I hope you've got decorations on those concrete walls. I have. I'm after a friend on my hand. I'm going to do a Christmas dance. <laughs> it's all fun. Oh, nice international. <laughs> <laughs> 